Hi, and welcome to the Changing Perspectives podcast, the show where we discuss a variety of topics, including grief, parenting, relationships, mental health, and pop culture. Join us and explore a number of changing perspectives. We're your hosts, Jenny and Josh Brennan, but not quite tonight because with me today, whenever you're listening to this podcast, is special guest co-host, Jacob Brennan. Hey, Jake. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Jenny could not fit it in to record this week, but instead of not releasing an episode, we decided to have Jacob join me. He's a regular special guest co-host. Uh, welcome to episode 83, everybody. We're coming at you guys with a pint-sized pop culture episode with my special guest, and he just happens to be a Star Wars super fan uh, because today we are talking about The Mandalorian Season 2. Are you excited? Yes. Yeah, the Mandalorian is so good. We have uh, talked about Star Wars before in the show, but we decided to do a little bit of a spoiler alert, by the way, a little bit of a uh, review of the Star Wars Easter eggs in The Mandalorian because The Mandalorian is chock full of amazing Star Wars Easter eggs. Pretty much a fan, Star Wars fan's dream come true, seeing all these amazing things. Uh, before we get into that real quick, I just wanted to remind everybody to sign up for the newsletter. Go to changingperspectivesonline.com. Sign up for Jenny's newsletter. Uh, she just had one come out on November 1st. We have uh, the Wednesday Wisdom. So tomorrow after this episode releases, you get to if you sign up today, you get to see the Wednesday Wisdom sort of mini newsletter that comes out each week drop into your inboxes. So check that out. Sign up for the newsletter, changingperspectivesonline.com. Uh, and don't forget, folks, if you are a pet-loving family like us, like us, then you need to give Chewy a try. Uh, their shipping is super fast. We usually have our order the very next day. We use Chewy's easy auto ship feature for our dog food, pet medicine, and pet treats. If you needed your auto ship order faster or you need to delay your shipment, you can do so quickly via the mobile app or the website. And exclusive to Changing Perspectives fans, right now you can get 30% off your first auto ship order by clicking the link over on the Changing Perspectives Facebook page. So go check that out. It's a pinned post on the wall of the Changing Perspectives Facebook page if you have fur babies like we do. Do we have a, a couple pets in this house, Jake? Just a couple, yeah. Just a couple. All right, Jacob is done with all the boring ads and stuff, so we need to jump right into the episode. Uh, again, spoiler alert. Um, we I know we, we've only had two episodes drop so far this season, but we're super pumped about it, super excited. Um, if you live under a rock somewhere in the deep in the desert of Tatooine and you don't know who created The Mandalorian, that would be MCU Marvel genius Jon Favreau and, of course, a Star Wars legend, Dave Filoni. How great are Filoni and Favreau at this? Amazing. Super, super awesome. And they're doing such a great job and seriously giving us Star Wars fans so many things to be excited about. Um, But listen, Jake, I wanted to really start off this episode, this discussion with talking about that everyone's favorite Mandalorian character, this little green uh, being with the big ears who resembles another famous Star Wars character. Um, but what what is that character's name, Jacob? The one in Mandalorian? Yeah. That's the child. That's the child. What is not his name? I don't want to say it. <laughs> his name 
is not baby Yoda. So everybody knows everybody knows the child is baby Yoda. That's what's going on around the globe. Uh, fans are incorrectly calling the child baby Yoda. It is a Star Wars fan pet peeve, um, as Jacob reminds everybody all the time. All right, so let's dive into this, Jacob, and talk about some amazing Easter eggs. We're going to start off with episode one, and we can uh, you can jump in at any point. And I'm going to have a list here that I've compiled, and you can add to it or whatever you want to do, okay? All right, now we are working off one microphone, everybody, tonight, so we had a little bit of technical difficulty. So um, we apologize if there's a little back and forth and some echoing, but we're going to try our best. Um, all right, so... We're back on Tatooine, which is just an amazing place to start any Star Wars, anything, back on Tatooine. Actually, no, we're not quite on Tatooine yet, right? So the, the episode opens up and we're somewhere else. Uh, it's the, the planet with, like, the Gorians. Yes. I don't know what's called, though. Do we end up? Do we know? I think we do. I just didn't write it down or I didn't look it up. All right. So we have what I call a Gamorrean Uf- UFC fight <laughs> because there's like some sort of like uh, um, arena or some sort of cage match between two Gamorrean guards. They look it's awesome. Um, and Mandalorian goes in to enter into this fight club for lack of a better term. Um, and who's the door guy, but a Twi'lek, which is awesome. How great is it to see just Twi'leks and Gamorreans just on television? Uh, it's amazing. Live action, because we've seen some of these, obviously lots of these characters in some of the animated series. Um, of course, Dave Filoni bringing us the amazing Clone Wars and my personal favorite Rebels. I like Rebels a little more Clone Wars personally, but um, but seeing all these characters in, in live action it just doesn't get old at all. Um, and I wanted to talk about being back in Mos Eisley. So then we quickly go to Tatooine. Um, and, you know, we're not going to really talk about plot points in today's pop culture episode. We're just going to talk about these Easter eggs. So we can, we'll throw in a few things about plot points, but um, we're really excited about all these Easter eggs. One of the things I really enjoyed seeing are droids. Um, are, do, are you liking all the droids in the Mandalorian? Uh, yeah, one of my favorites was the one in the finale, I think it was, with the bow. The lava, the astromech with legs and arms. Yes. <laughs> my favorite to see the series so far. That was so good. Um, and speaking of astromechs, we see R5 from the, A New Hope in Mos Eisley, hanging out with Peli Moto, who's played by Amy Sedaris. He's, she's the mechanic. Um that helps out the Mandalorian fix the razor crest uh, multiple times actually. But he, but R five from a new hope is hanging out, helping her do her job. And he actually um, does the, the um, projection of the map, right. For, for Mando to find most Pelgo. Yeah, exactly. What else do we, so we get to most Pelgo. Um, which I'm, I wasn't really familiar with most Pelgo, but I, I know that it's, I think it's either part of a former uh, video game or it's in some of the novels. Do you know anything about most Pelgo? I do not. No. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure either, but um, we see, who do we see tending bar in most Pelgo? Um, very similar to the cantina from most likely. That's the way it looks, but um, we see a week way. 
And if you guys don't know what a Weequay is, we the, another character that we saw in not a specific character, but a species, an alien species that we've seen in other uh, Star Wars films or, or, or TV shows or whatnot. And we, we see a Weequay on Jabba's barge in Return of the Jedi, correct? Yeah, my favorite one of them, favorite movie. He was... Uh, it was a guard, one of Jabba's like he minions. Was with Han and Luke when they were executing them on like the floating ship. When Boba Fett died, yes, died. Oh, fell <laughs> into a sarlacc pit. Okay, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But um, I, I like the I like the feeling of most Pelgo. I like the whole Western feel of being in sort of like a desert town. And of course, we have Timothy Oliphant playing Cobb Vanth. Um, who his character is from a Star Wars novel. I don't recall the name of it, but very cool to see Cobb Vanth. And what I like about Mandalorian is we don't see a lot of new creative elements, right? We have these elements that are from the Star Wars universe, whether that be from a novel, a video game, an animated series. It's just one big Star Wars universe, and it's really, really excellent. Um, but what do we have? What is Cobb Vanth wearing? Because Mando goes to Mos Pelgo in search of another Mandalorian, but what does he find instead? Cobb Vanth wearing Boba Fett's armor. Wearing Boba Fett's armor. Uh, and the whole, th- just uh, just as a Star Wars fan, and, and, you know, it's great that I'm sitting here with my son talking about how exciting it is to be watching this show and having Jacob get so excited about having you, I'm talking to you, Jake, to get, you get so excited about it, but this is my childhood too. I mean, from, you know, from when I was barely able to remember, um, Star Wars was a big part of my life, um, and sharing it with you. And that's just how special and how, uh, reaching, um, Starbucks, star, star with us, Starbucks, <laughs> I guess I need a coffee. Star Wars is to fans, but, um, yes, talking about Cobb Vanth wearing Boba Fett's armor. And I love the reference to the damage from Han. How awesome is that? It was amazing. The Han shooting jetpack at the end of beginning of Jedi. Yes. And Cobb Vanth saying, um, make sure you tell him I didn't put that there. Or I didn't, I didn't break that, um, which is great. Uh, I like also this, the backstory Cobb Vanth and we see a lot of Easter eggs all throughout that backstory where they start talking about like what happened after the Death Star 2 exploded and how it's like the post empire life on Tatooine um, seeing you know the 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 falling out basically and what different parts of the of the uh, galaxy how the how the fall of the empire affected different parts of the galaxy is what I'm trying to say all right, what is so awesome about Cobb Vance speeder bike? It is a um, pod racer engine. <laughs> yes. But whose pod racer engine? Is it Anakin's? I think it's Anakin's. It certainly looks a lot like Anakin's pod racer from episode one of Phantom Menace. Look that up. Are you looking that up right now? Look that up because I think that that's what it is. Um, yes. So Mando and Cobb Vance head out on a quest Um to basically kill a crate dragon, which we're going to talk about that in a second. It is, it is Anakin's pod. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Where did you? Can you have an image? Let me see. Jacob is googling in real time. Is that 
Oh, that's absolutely Anakin's pod razor engine. So awesome. So um, on their way, you know, so they need to strike a deal because Mandalorian wants the Boba Fett Mando armor. Um, and Cobb Vance like, yo, I'll give this to you, but you need to help me kill this crate dragon because this crate dragon is going to kill our entire town. Um, and Mando's like, okay, sure. And so they go on this quest and they bump into Tusken Raiders. Yes. Um, how much do you love that there's like this expanded story of Tusken Raiders and the Mandalorian? I mean, they were very like, like supposed to be frowned upon in the original trilogy. Like, are they bringing them more justice in this? Yeah, absolutely. And I like, he, I like seeing, you know, their backstory, um, just how, how much of their culture we get to see. And, we all, I mean, obviously, people love the Sand People or Tuscan Raiders from A New Hope, um, but we get to see them in such a new light here in, in um, uh, season one of The Mandalorian and now in season two. Uh, and they're a big, big part of this episode one um, storyline. But with Tuscan Raiders comes Banthas, and I love seeing Banthas because it's just part of the star Wars lore. And we saw Bantha's speak sort of woolly mammoth elephant looking things from uh, a new hope. But what is, so what does uh, Obi-Wan Ben Kenobi say about the Tusken Raiders in a new hope that they travel in a line, they travel in single files. So what to look like they have less numbers. Yes. And what do they do? In episode one of season two of Mandalorian, what are they doing? They're traveling in a line. I love John Favreau and Dave Filoni. They are putting this the sand people, the Tusken Raiders, in a single line, just like Ben Kenobi said. It makes me so happy. Um, and as and we just talked about uh, us being a uh, pet loving family, and we have a special place in our hearts. We have three pit bulls in this house, and. It looks like the Tuscan Raiders also have a need for Chewy.com because they have a bunch of dogs and the Mandalorian loves them, but we've seen them before. We've seen the same people's dogs before. They're called Mastiffs, officially the name of the um, creature in in the series it's called Mastiffs. They sort of a nasty looking dog, but they're actually, they're pretty cute, but we saw them in attack of the clones. Do you remember this Jake? Look, look that up because I, I, admittedly, I recognize the dogs before. I knew I've seen them before, oh, but I didn't. I don't remember seeing them in Attack of the Clones. Um, but yeah, it sounds like they they were. Did you get confirmation about that? The, uh, the one like from uh, the Attack it was Attack of Clones. Yes, in Attack so of the Clones. When like they're Obi Wan, Padme, and Anakin are all locked up there. And one of the animals that comes out was that a mastiff? I don't think it was. I think it was somewhere else in that. That's what I first thought of, but I think it was somewhere else in Attack of the Clones. Look that up. So, yeah, Jacob's going to do some real time googling for us on that. But I think that is the case. Okay, next Easter egg: the crate dragon itself. Such a cool creature. Um, just a just a great CGI. Uh, just a just a excellent excellent um, whole s- sequence from when they were trying to take it down and it didn't and then it spit like this like poison like sort of um, 
Yeah, that's that's not what it looks like. Man, what are you talking about? Man? Look it up. Mastiffs from Star Wars. Um. Anyway, back to the crate dragon. Do you know where else we've seen a crate dragon? We've never seen it live action. We've never seen it alive. Um. Do you remember? Do you know where we've seen it before? No. When. C-3PO is walking through the desert in Tatooine in New Hope. He walks by that big, gigantic that's skeleton. A, that's, that's a crate dragon. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Like when, so some of these things, there's so many Easter eggs, it's, it's almost impossible for someone, even big Star Wars fans like us, it's, even, it's almost impossible for us to catch everything. Um, and that's why I like reading um, a lot of these sort of recap articles and YouTube videos and stuff. Yeah, that's a Mastiff. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that in the movie, but that, I, that, I I recognize that scene. You recognize that scene? Yeah, is that, this is the scene where Anakin kills all the same people. Oh, yes. That's what it is. Yep. Yep. When he when he has that, when Hayden Christensen gives that impassioned speech. <laughs> I killed him. All right. Um, finally. Oh, no. The Sarlacc pit reference. Yes. So the Sarlacc pit reference, the Mando talks to Cobb Vanth about how um, the the crate dragon took over an abandoned Sarlacc pit, and the assumption is that the dragon ate it, ate the Sarlacc, which is I don't know, which is pretty cool. Um, but again, we haven't talked about Sarlaccs since Return of the Jedi, which is I think maybe they mentioned it in season one, but I can't remember. But finally. Jacob, finally, the big, big reveal, big Easter egg from episode one. Who do we have gracing our television screens? Boba Fett. Boba friggin' Fett. How exciting is that? I mean, do you, do we jump up and down, you and me? I think so. I did when we saw oh, that. Yeah, yes, yes, of course. Yes. Played by uh, Tamura Morrison from Attack of the Clones. Actually, that's where we find Django Fett. First, yes, he plays Django Fett. Yes, he plays Django Fett. Um, who wasn't he also the voice of the clones in the Clone Wars series, or was it someone else? That is a question that I don't know the answer to. Jacob's going to look that up in real time, though. Uh, but yes, Tamar Morrison played Django Fett in Attack of the Clones, Episode Two. Um, he he was a clone, and he wanted his own son, and his son became. Boba Fett. So it was a clone that was not exactly an exact clone. It, they the um, the aliens on. Oh my god, I don't remember the name of that planet or the aliens in his planet um, where the clones are made. Uh, I don't know. Like that watery planet. Yeah, forget it. So um, anyway, we have Boba Fett, whose dad is Jango Fett, played by Tamor Morrison in Attack of the Clones, and he's returning as Boba Fett, which is so, so exciting. This was teased a little bit, um, I think, at the end of when season one wrapped or whatever. At some point I saw that there might be a possibility of a Boba Fett return. We see his armor. Um, Cobb Vanth tells Mandalorian that Jawas, he bought it off Jawas, and Jawas picked it up somewhere. Um, And then we're led to believe, oh, so was a dead Boba Fett in the armor or was, uh, did Boba Fett live and his armor was found somewhere else? Did he sell his armor for food and something from the Jawas? Who knows? Who knows that backstory? But we do know that Boba Fett 
is alive and it's very exciting. What are you what are you signaling me for? It was D Bradley Baker, who I believe also voiced some other characters in the Clone Wars, but I cannot find. D Bradley voiced somebody in this up in episode two, actually. I think D Bradley voiced the frog lady alien, really? the passenger. Yes. Look that up. All right, let's move on. We're coming to we're this is going to be just a quick episode of pint size. So we're, we have to quickly go through episode two. All right. So we're back, Jacob, we're back in Tatooine. Um, and we, again, Mandalorian is, is on search of more Mandalorians. Um, and he's doing some uh, digging and investigation. And we discovered that there is somebody that knows the location of Mandalorian. Uh, and Amy Sedaris's character, um, connects Mandalorian with this frog lady who I actually don't even know the character's name, but um, she has to go to Trask, the planet of Trask, with her eggs, her spawn, trying to save her species, teaming up with her husband. But the and she's going to give Mandalorian in return information about where to find other Mandalorians, right? Yes, yes, and so but the caveat is she can't. We can't do hyperspace. We can't go in hyperspeed because the eggs will disintegrate or whatever. Um, and lo and behold, we have the episode, the format for the episode. But one of the most fun, exciting things about episode two is the Easter egg in the cantina in Mos Eisley. Where does this conversation happen about where Mandalorian needs to go? What? Where does the conversation in the cantina happen? Oh, in Han and Greedo's booth. Han and Greedo's booth. We are back in the famous or infamous booth in most likely cantina where Han and Greedo had their fateful interaction. So that's that's great to see. We also have the return of X-Wings in this episode. The amazing uh, rebel, um, now now the new the new alliance. What's it called now? I don't know. I, I know it's somewhere. They reference oh, like the, the name of it in the, in the sequels. Yes, that's resistance. No, that's no, that's that's um, going against the new order, right? The first order. But what is? Is it the? We have to look it up. I feel like I'm letting everybody down. I have to look that up. Anyway. Um, we have X-Wings who were formerly part of the Rebel Alliance. And we have a cameo once again by the master himself, Dave Filoni, as one of the X-Wing pilots. Um, very cool episode. I liked episode one a little better than episode two. Yes, yeah, but it was a good episode. And we have um, some fun moments with uh, the child where he's trying to eat <laughs> The eggs of the frog lady. He's got a he's got a thing for eggs. I don't know what it is. Um, but we see what I really enjoyed seeing. Um, kind of a creepy element of this. A little bit, a little bit Harry, Harry Pottery in the Chamber of Secrets. But we have this like infestation of these crazy spiders um, on this on this planet that the Mandalorian gets stranded on with his uh, with his passenger, the frog lady. And these spiders look a heck of a lot like spiders from Rebels. Uh, and those are called Krinka spiders. Um, but I did a little research because I thought that they were the same 
thing, but they're not. And the ones in the Mandalorian episode two are referred to as ice spiders, which is kind of a cool name, but they're a little bit different than the cranker spiders. Cranker spiders, I think only have six legs. I want to say they're also, uh, they're like bulletproof. They don't, their blaster fire doesn't affect them. But um, Mandalorian was was destroying the ice spiders with his blaster. So um, those only there was all the Easter eggs I found. I remembered um, from episode two. Do you have anything else to add about episode two? I think like there was something else I wanted to say. No, not really. No. All right. I don't. I don't think. I feel like there was something else. I'm gonna I'm kicking myself when we when we press stop on the recording, but. Anyway, um, two episodes in, super, super enjoying this season so far. Excited to see the rest of the season. Excited for the, the, the rest of the Easter eggs. Do you have anything else to say, Jake? No, but I was hoping that Ahsoka would be in this episode. Do you think she's coming this season? It was, not, it was confirmed, wasn't it? I don't know if it was confirmed, but I know who's playing her. I mean, if we know who's yeah. playing her. Rosario Dawson, right? Mm-hmm. I would love to see Ahsoka. I would love to see Sabine um, from Rebels. I would love to see Rex. There's so there's so many amazing characters that I'd love to see um, in the Mandalorian. I think we're about to, and we we haven't seen Cara Dune yet. We haven't seen um, the Mo, the Moff is it Moff Gideon? Yeah, yeah. We haven't seen the Black Saber, the Dark Saber, rather. Um, yeah, there's so much. So much excitement coming our way. Uh, but anyway, so Jacob, thanks for joining me. I know this is sort of a last minute thing. We wanted to get in a, a quick episode out. We hope that uh, you enjoyed this quick little pint size talking about the Easter eggs. If you found any other Easter eggs that we didn't talk about, let us know. Go to Dizzy Bird Studios on Facebook or Changing Perspectives and uh, check out uh, those sites and let us know. Drop a little note on the on the uh, the wall, of the Facebook page, and let us know what else you found. Anything else to add, Jake? No. All right. Thanks for joining us. Well, that is going to do it for today. Thank you so much for listening. For today's show notes links, you can go to Disney Plus and watch Mandalorian. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, please follow us on Facebook, everybody, at Changing Perspectives Podcast, and on Instagram, at Changing Perspectives Blog. You can send us an email to info at changingperspectivesonline.com. You can also visit our website by going to changingperspectivesonline.com. And while you're there, don't forget to visit the shop to check out all that great Changing Perspectives merchandise. Go ahead and subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode, and we will see you next time. Say bye, Jacob. Bye, Jacob. The Changing Perspectives podcast is produced, recorded, and edited by Dizzy Bird Studios. Copyright 2020. Please visit Dizzy Bird Studios on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dizzy Bird Studios.